Hello there, I am Kayla Faria and you are listening to the English Sabbath School podcast, English and Bible, Information and Transformation. Hi there, I'm Moacir Sena, Mo Sena for my friends and you're my friends. And you're listening to the English Sabbath School podcast, lesson one for Wednesday, March 29th, almost the end of the month. Today's title, The Woman in the Wilderness. Yes. Shall we pray? Oh, Father, for long we have been pilgrims here on this earth, but we look forward to the day when we shall see you face to face. Until then, we keep on walking by faith. But now guide us with your spirit. May we understand your message for us. May we understand your love and your care for your church and for each individual willing to discover your love and grace. We appreciate you so much, O oh Father. Stay with us in Jesus' name. Amen. So the lesson starts inviting us to open our Bible. So these topics are very familiar to many Seventh-day Adventists, but it doesn't matter what denomination you follow or if you don't have any other denomination. We have to learn from the Bible and to be open uh, with an open mind to, uh, to see new light and to understand better in a clearer way what we are studying. So we have here Revelation 12, verse 6, and compare it to Revelation 12, verses 14 through 16. So come on, move it, move it, move it, move, 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 move it, move it to Revelation chapter 12, verse 6. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. Yes, Osvaldo, here we have five different applications for the Bible translations in our app, but uh, the NASB and KJV KJV, NIV, and ASV, but I prefer the NIV, so feel, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer or any other translation as well. Now, be careful because the message, which is a very beautiful paraphrase in many aspects, is a good one for you to understand clearer what the Bible says. It's not a translation. It's not word for word. It's not concept for concept. It's getting the, the idea and interpreting it according to the author's point of view. So it's really um, a, a, a kind of paraphrase, a parallel reading of the Bible is not a real, really good translation of the, the ideas of the Bible. Now, Revelation 12, 6, the woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared, to, prepared for her by God, where she might be taken care of for 1,000 260 days. And compared to Revelation 12, 14, 16, the woman was given the two wings of a great eagle so that she might fly to the place prepared for her in the wilderness, where she would be taken care of for a time, times and half a time, out of the serpent's reach. Then from his mouth the serpent spewed water like a river to overtake the woman and sweep her away with the torrent. But the earth held the woman by opening its mouth and swallowing the river that the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. Whoa, lots of violent scenes, are they not? Notice carefully the time period. Satan's attack on the woman, God's church, and God's provision for his people. What are these verses talking about? So go back again, meditate upon them, read again, See what they could represent. See why the, the author 
He's mentioning that the woman is God's church. Remember, the book of Revelation is rich in symbolism. The lesson continues. In the 1,260 days in Revelation 12, verse 6, are parallel to the time, times, and half a time in Revelation 12, 14. Time prophecy is describing the same time period as found in Daniel 7, 25, Revelation 11, 2 and 3, and Revelation 13, 5. So the 1,260 days, as, as I said, were parallel to the time. So a time corresponding to one year, times corresponding to two years, and half a time, half a year. So in those days, a year had 360 days. So if you get 360 plus uh, 720 plus 180, you get 1,260 days. I know, Virginia, a lot of numbers, isn't it? <laughs> because these are prophetic symbols. A literal woman with wings did not go into the wilderness. We apply prophetic time, the day-year principle. See, for instance, Numbers 14:34 and Ezekiel 4, 4 through 6. These are classic Bible verses explaining the idea of in prophecy, usually one day corresponds to one year. Numbers 14.34, I'm reading from the NIV. For 40 years, one year for each of the 40 days you explore the land, you will suffer for your sins and know what it is like to have me against you. In Ezekiel 4.4-6, Then lie on your left side and put the sin of the people of Israel upon yourself. You are to bear their sin for the number of days you lie on your side. I have assigned you the same number of days as the years of their sin. So for the 390 days, you will bear the sin of the people of Israel. After you have finished this, lie down again, this time on your right side, and bear the sin of the people of Judah. I have assigned you 40 days, a day for each year. Okay, so these are examples of one day representing a year, right? So, this means simply that one prophetic day equals one year. Commenting on the same prophetic period in Revelation 11, too, the Andrew Study Bible states, quote, Historicist interpreters, therefore, have generally understood the period of 1,260 prophetic days to mean 1,260 literal years, running from A.D. 538, to 1798 is found in, um, pay, on page 1673 based on Revelation 11 2. A corrupt church together with a corrupt state oppressed, persecuted and at times, many times, slaughtered God's faithful people. This fierce satanic persecution of Bible-believing Christians was an extension of the great controversy between good and evil. Coming out of the darkness of the Middle Ages at the time of the Reformation, men and women were faced with a choice. Would they be faithful to the Word of God, or would they accept the teachings of priests and prelates? Once again, truth triumphed, and God had a people who were faithful to Him in the face of mighty opposition. There are some fascinating and extremely encouraging expressions of God's care in these verses. Revelation 12, 6 uses the expression, a place prepared by God. Revelation 12, 14 declares that the woman was nourished in the wilderness. 
<laughs> in Revelation 12:16 declares, the earth helped the woman. At times of severe persecution, God provided for his church. As he did then, he will do the same for his end time remnant. Oh, bless his name. Final question. Describe a time of trial or difficulty in your own life when you could easily have become discouraged, discouraged, but God provided a place of refuge for you and nourished you in your challenges. Hmm, praise his name. How did God provide support when you needed it most? Oh, Father, so amazing, isn't it? Shall we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, oh, even when we are under distress and we are facing challenges, we know that we are under the divine protection. And no, no weapon of the enemy shall stand against us. Father, help us to hold on to you and to rest in the assurance that you shall provide for all our needs. In Jesus' name, we thank you and praise you. Amen and amen. Well, my friends, this is Lesson 1 for Wednesday, March 29th. For more information, please contact us on Facebook or Instagram. Believes UNESP. Tell your friends about our podcast. It is available on any podcast platform. Rate us with five stars so that more people may discover us. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us. Remember, Jesus won, so you are victorious in Him and through Him.